Hey friend, welcome to the Lilypad Network. My name is Savannah and I'm a 20-something who is obsessed with climbing the ranks in public accounting as a CPA, but then realized I wanted more than just my career. On this podcast, we're all about discovering our next thing together. Just like frogs pause on lily pads during their journey, we're pausing on this lily pad to discover that thing. On this journey, we'll also learn how to take care of ourselves along the way so we can show up as the best version of ourselves. Together, we're building a network of lily pads. So girlfriend, let's hop to it. Hello, hello. It has been forever since I was on the mic all by myself. And it's kind of fun, but it's also kind of scary. Like I have not done this in... 13 or 14 weeks. I can't remember, but if you've been here since the beginning, you know, episode 10 was where we kind of did a little remix on the podcast, a little pivot and became the Lilypad Network. And then from there, I was super consistent bringing on interviews of different people who have made leaps in their career to something new and something different. And I finally decided it was time that I came on and told my story and kind of shared this feeling of wanting more. But before I go too much into today's chat, I wanted to give you a little bit of news because it's episode 25 and I haven't been on the mic by myself in forever. So quick little updates. We're officially going to two episodes a week. Are you excited? I'm excited, also a little nervous, but I finally proved to myself that I can do the damn thing. I can podcast, I can be consistent, so it is time to level the heck up. And of course, that means more content for you. So once a week, it's going to be an interview. That's the plan, God willing. I have learned one thing over the last three months, four months, scheduling interviews is an act of patience. Takes a lot of a lot of massaging of schedules to get it to work, but I also love bringing on interviews and sharing that with you. But I digress. Once a week, it's going to be interviews. And the other day, it's going to be a little solo chat on the shorter side from me. Um, I'm so excited to bring this to you. So it's going to be Mondays, interviews, Thursdays. What are we doing? Solos? <laughs> Monday interview, Thursday solos. At least that's a plan for now. And you're going to get this from the episode, but I'm going to normalize changing our damn mind. So if I decide in two weeks to flip-flop that, it's all going to be okay. But as of this recording and this episode, we are doing Monday's interviews, Thursday solo episodes. But goodness, I'm just so excited to be back on the mic by myself. It is really weird though, not having a guest, being on Zoom, talking to a human. So I'm literally just picturing you girl drinking your mojito or maybe your chai or maybe your clever brand, clever brands. Hello, Savannah, clever blend coffee because mm, goodness, is that stuff amazing? Not an ad, but if you're looking for a coffee alternative, clever blends is my favorite. Okay, enough housekeeping. Let's get into today's chat. Today, I really wanted to take time to share my story, particularly through the lens of wanting more out of my life and kind of pivoting and 
maybe changing careers, maybe changing your damn mind and normalizing that. But really, this is going to be from my lens, my story and what I've learned from it. And when I've kind of noticed that feeling inside of me is like, "Mm, Savannah, it's really time for more. So we're going to rewind the clock a few years and go back to December 2018. December 2018. Well, we got to go a little bit, a little bit further back than December. I was getting a little too ahead of myself. So fall 2018 was my last semester in college. I was getting, or I got at that time, I was getting my master's in accounting, finishing up that and my undergraduate degree. My school kind of did a combo blend. So I would graduate with both my undergrad and my graduate degree at the same time. It was a weird combo because you don't have your bachelor's degree before your master's. And like, technically, if you think about it, this is, this is a total tangent, but if you think about graduation ceremonies pre-pandemic, the graduate ceremonies are nine times out of 10 before the undergraduate ceremonies. So I technically graduated with my master's before my undergraduate degree, but I digress. Anyways, I was doing this blended program of master's undergraduate. It was my last semester. A lot of my friends were gone. Um, they were like, I don't know why I, would, I say that they were gone, but I had made friends with people a year ahead of me because I was, I was graduating in four and a half years and not five. So it's kind of on like a different tract. All my undergrad friends that were just there for four years were gone. So it was just me and my accounting friends, which was great, but it was also this really weird, lonely time. At that time in the fall, I was also studying studying for the CPA exam. And for those of you who don't know, public accounting, you need a certified public accounting certificate. That was super redundant, Savannah. But anyways, you need this thing called a CPA to be competitive in the workplace. You don't need it, but you know, people like to have it. So I was studying for the CPA exam, working my hiney off. These exams are super super hard, like 50% or less passing rate. So in all of my free time that I wasn't in school, you know, doing the combo of grad school and undergrad, I was studying for the CPA. And I also decided at this time that it would be a good time to go on Tinder. I think I was lonely. I don't know. And I met the love of my life while on Tinder, which is a really funny thing to say, because if you know me in real life, like I definitely am not the type of person to be into hookup culture or any of that. So being on Tinder was a little bit weird, but all this to say fall of 2018 was super, super busy. I started dating my then boyfriend, now fiance, studying for the CPA exam, doing graduate level classes, undergraduate level classes, living alone in an apartment, all knowing that come December 15th or so, I was packing everything up from New Orleans and moving back to Colorado to start my big girl job in 2019. January. Did I say that? January of 2019. I'm a little all over the place, guys. Can you tell? Anywho, that was kind of my fall. Then I graduate. Everything's great. Pack up my car. My then boyfriend, now fiance, drives with me back to Colorado, unload all of my stuff, move stuff into storage, move back into my parents' house, and I have two weeks off 
before I start working full-time, which Savannah, that was probably the silliest thing I ever thought of. I should have taken, I don't know, a month, two months, three months, any amount of time off before two weeks. Like two weeks is not a lot of time, but I was being the good citizen and going to get a job right, literally right after graduating. I didn't even walk at a graduation ceremony um, because we didn't have one in December. So move home, living in my elementary, middle school, high school, childhood bedroom, and about to start my big girl job and doing long distance. So things had actually calmed down. While it sounds like a lot, like that transition was huge, but I had gone from studying for my classes. I was only in 12 credit hours, I think, so it wasn't a ton of schoolwork, but studying for classes and the CPA exam to literally nothing. Like I had nothing on my plate and because I hadn't started work yet. And so it's kind of this weird lull, but two weeks is enough time even if you're an overachiever or you have people-pleasing tendencies, like it's enough time to relax without going too crazy. So I enjoyed myself. And then January came. I think I started work January 2nd. It might have been the 3rd, but pretty sure it was January 2nd. I think I flew to LA for training on January 1st which is crazy, but flew to LA for training for my new job, January 1st, and was in training for about two weeks and went to my very first client site job, big girl thing after training three weeks in to January. And while I was busy because I was working 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, I still wasn't as busy as I was in college. Like I had all this free time on weekends. I really wasn't working weekends anymore. And it just felt super weird to quote, just work. Um, I am an ambitious type. I like to have multiple things going on. I like to stay busy. And so it was around this time that I was like, okay, like I want something more. It was probably March, mid-March or early April when I decided that I really wanted to do something else. So at that time, I had been doing beach body workouts from home for four months, three months, whatever. I started them in January and I then decided in late March, early April that I was going to do beach body coaching. I had seen my coach or upline, whatever you want to call it, posting Instagram, you know, building a community and having something just more than her nine to five. She was a teacher, so her seven to three. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to go all in. So I really took it seriously. Um, I worked really hard. I never made it big in the beach body world. But I was craving this fulfillment and needing to do something more. And for you listening, like maybe you've tried beach body coaching or maybe you're in this like very first season of like I want more. I'm feeling like I want more. And I want you to know that it's normal to feel this way, especially when you go from college where you have 
clubs and multiple classes, and maybe you even have a job, and maybe you're studying for a professional exam, like you're juggling a lot of balls. So going from that to just, this isn't air quotes because a job is a lot, just a job can feel empty. And so if you are feeling this way, like, girl, it's totally normal. For me, it felt like I was napping a ton on the weekends, binging a ton of TV, and just kind of like, what am I supposed to do now? So dove into beach body coaching. I was doing that all of 2019 and all of 2020. And I would set goals like, I'm going to hit this rank, or I'm going to hit this rank, I'm going to hit this rank. And there'd be periods that I worked really hard. I would get close to that rank. Um, I hit the first rank in Beachbody, but never progressed past that first rank. And I can go into a whole episode on Beachbody if you guys want, just DM me. But it's really not what this episode is about. I definitely learned a lot about myself. I learned about doing the unsexy stuff is what builds results, like showing up daily on social media, um, being consistent with my activities, diving into personal development, building a community, getting on team calls, and constantly growing my mindset was really, really helpful from this time in Beachbody. But then at the end of 2020, I started to get this like itch, this tingle inside of me that maybe there was something more I wanted to do. Maybe I wanted something more besides just Beachbody and just my full-time job. And I didn't really know what it was, but I started to get that itch again, which was weird because now I'm busier, right? Like I was, so the end of 2020, I was two years into my career. So more work hours, more responsibilities, working more weekends. Um, I was engaged at the very, very end of 2020. Friends, like we're living through a global pandemic, like, you know, just learning, really learning. But I was feeling like I wanted more and I didn't know what it was. And what this looked like for me is all of a sudden I got this resistance with Beachbody because I'm great at grinding out the tasks. Like you give me a to-do list, I will do the to-do list every single day. And that's Beachbody was. It would give me a to-do list. It would say, you know, these are the actions of a successful coach. Do these actions every day. And I would struggle to do those actions. Some of them were more time consuming than others. Some of them were really quick wins. And I would struggle. There was so much resistance to doing this. Which like I said, is funny because I am great at grinding out to-do lists, but it became so hard to do the to-do to do list. I lost morning routine. I lost structure. Work was messy and busy. And I was just kind of in this place, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know if I want to keep doing Beachbody. Um, the workouts are great. Gave me something to do at home, built a community, but maybe maybe I don't want to build a beach body business anymore. Maybe I don't want to do this, but heck, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So it was really the end of 2020 that I kind of sat back and I was like, okay, I don't need to be actively building my beach body business right now. 
but I can still continue to have conversations. And if I come across someone where this is really a good fit for them, um, where they're in a similar place, they need, they need a community, they need workouts, then, then sure, I'll talk to them about it. And if they want to sign up, great. They can. If they don't, great. They don't have to. But I was like, what else can I do on this side? Which is crazy because I was working so much. I was starting a new position, particularly at work. Sometimes it even makes sense. I was starting a new position at work and it was just messy and it was busy. And I decided, okay, in 2021, I am going to start a blog. So I started a blog. I didn't know how to start a blog. Google, of course, was the perfect blog. No. Do I love some of the posts that I wrote? Yes. But it was hard because it's hard to write out content and have it perfectly planned and curated and the sentences all make sense. And oh my gosh, what if I use the wrong grammar? And if you aren't new around here, you know I'm an Enneagram one and I want things to be perfect. And blogging was just not a very forgiving medium, but I liked this long form of medium. So you know what I decided to do? I decided to pivot. I decided to change my damn mind. I decided, you know, podcasting might be the thing for me. Blogging isn't the thing. So I decided to join a podcasting course. I didn't even know what I wanted to have a podcast about. I didn't know my niche. I didn't know my name of the podcast. I didn't know what we would talk about on the podcast, but I decided, you know, I'm going to do this. Took the course. It really helped me figure out what I wanted. And I just went with it. And what I really want you to take away here is just go for it. If you have it on your heart, it doesn't have to be perfect. It can be messy. Honestly, messy is busier. Busier is better. Um, There's going to be blunders in blogging and podcasting in Beachbody Coaching in starting your Etsy shop in writing your book. There's going to be mistakes, but just go for it. And I find the content, the long form content, like blogging, podcasting that I relate to more are when they're a human, right? Like when I don't edit out all of the tripping over my words that I've had in the last 18, 19 minutes, when you can see that I'm an actual human having a conversation with you. I'm not sitting here typing out every single word. I'm just speaking from my heart and having a conversation with myself, but knowing that you are listening to this. And then I decided to change my mind again. I knew I was liking podcasting, but again, I was feeling this resistance of it's hard. It's hard to sit down and record a podcast episode. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And so if you were here, what happened in episode 10? Episode 10, I said, guess what, guys? We're rebranding. We're renaming the podcast to the Lilypad Network. And since then, I have fallen in love with podcasting. It's become so much easier to sit down, get on the mic, have conversations with the amazing women that I've brought on to the podcast. If you haven't listened to those episodes I I promise you there is something in every single one of them for you and they're inspiring. I go back and listen to them all the time because there's so much we can learn from other humans' stories. 
And I know I've been squirrely throughout this episode, kind of going all over the place, but I want you to know it's okay to crave more fulfillment. It's okay to say, you know, I don't just want to do my job. I don't want to just be a stay-at-home mom. I don't want to just be a beach body coach. I don't want to just be a teacher. Not that any of those things by themselves are a bad thing. But sometimes we need to hold space for multiple passions. Sometimes we get fulfillment not just from our job, but from our passion projects on the side. And I also want to encourage you that you can change your damn mind. You can change your damn mind. You can say, you know what? Podcasting was great, but the title that I had before, the Through It, Not Over It podcast, just wasn't fitting. And that's okay. I just needed at that point to start scared and do the dang thing. Or I wasn't going to stick with it. And I know you can relate to this, girl, because in today's society, it's so hard to be a human. It's so hard. You're in, stuck in comparison. You see the perfectly curated version of her life. You see what she's putting out on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, on all, all of the platforms. And you see that and you go, well, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And I still don't know. It's okay, girlfriend. It's okay to try things on first size. It's okay to want more. And it's okay to change your damn mind. Thank you so much for listening today. If you love this episode, I'd be honored if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like stop right now and text her the link or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. Together, we're building our network of lily pads. I'm so happy to hop through life together. Until next time.